In this dark world, you can find God. He works miracles for his loyal people. Learn about a double wonder miracle in this end time that reveals where God is working today. Next on The Key of David with Gerald Flurry. Greetings, everyone. This world is filled with corruption and violence and all kinds of problems that are really quite frightening at times. And our number one problem of all is that of human survival. So where is God in all of this? Where is He in all this turmoil? Well, the prophet Habakkuk tells us that. And not only that, he tells us that he's going to speak in this end time. He's going to speak to this, His very elect and the entire world. He's going to proclaim His message, and you can prove that to yourself. It's not something you, you're asked to believe without proving it. We must prove it. But God says that every individual can be walking by faith. That is a real problem. If we don't have faith, where is God? You see, we must know where God is and what He's doing. And if we know where, where God is, or we don't know where He is, then that's the biggest crisis of all, the very biggest crisis of all. God talks about in this end time that He's going to show us a double wonder, is the way the Hebrew reads, a double wonder from God Himself, and everybody has the opportunity to see it and should see it. That's how critical this is and important it is to God. And yet, most of God's own people don't even believe it, if you can believe that. Now, that's, you see, a crisis of faith. We can really have those crises, and they're the worst of all the crisis of faith. Notice what it says in Habakkuk 2 and verse 1. It says, I will stand upon my watch. This is a military expression. God's very elect are soldiers for God. So it's, it's a military battle and a war that's going on. And set me upon the tower, and will watch to see what he will say unto me, and what I shall answer when I am reproved. Now, Habakkuk was going to God, knowing he, he might be corrected and reproved. But that's okay. He didn't care. He wanted to know the truth of God. He was humble, and that's humble man is to whom God looks. Isaiah 66, verses 1 and 2 tell you that, that it's the man that's contrite and trembles at God's Word that really is the man God looks to. Habakkuk was such a man. Then in verse 2, And the Eternal answered me, and said, Write the vision, and make it plain upon tables, that he may run that reads it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, an appointed time. Well, now, that's, uh, that's something we need to keep in mind. But at the end it shall speak, and not lie, though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come, it will not tarry. Behold, his soul which is lifted up is not upright in him, but the just shall live by his faith. Now, the Apostle Paul quoted these last two verses 
of Habakkuk in the New Testament. And he was uh, talking about faith. And let me quote that those scriptures to you in uh, Hebrews 10, verses 37 and 38. It says this, and of course uh, the book of Hebrews we prove to you is specifically for this end time. You can prove that by just reading our Hebrew booklet. Verse 37, For yet a little while, here's the quote from Habakkuk, For yet a little while, and he that shall come will come and will not tarry. Verse 38, Now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. And he's talking about the second coming of Christ. He's not going to tarry, he's going to come, but you have to be patient. And some commentaries will tell you these two verses are a quote from Habakkuk. The two I read to you earlier, verses 3 and 4. Hebrews is mainly for this end time and just before the second coming of Jesus Christ. And it, that book tells you what Jesus Christ is doing right now, as Habakkuk does in this case. And Paul had a really, I think, masterpiece, his masterpiece, anyhow, when he wrote the book of Hebrews. It is. I believe, his most powerful book of his fourteen books that he wrote in the New Testament. So he had a lot to do with the canonization of the New Testament. So Paul went on to tell us just explicitly what God is doing right now today, and he wants us to understand that, and he wants us to bring God into our life. In this end time, especially, notice Hebrews 10 and verse 25, it says, Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching, that is, the second coming. And he's saying, Look, when you see all this building before you, as you do today, he said, You'd better be urgent about learning and going to Bible studies where the Bible is taught, and really studying the Bible yourself to understand who and what God is. Verse 3, let me read that to you again in Habakkuk 2 and verse 3. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, an appointed time, a specific time for us today, precise. The time we live in right now, this is all in the present tense, as I'll show you in a moment. But at the end it shall speak. I want to talk to you about that today. At the end it shall speak, and not lie, though it tarry. Wait for it, because it will surely come, it will not tarry. So what does this powerful Scripture mean? Well, it means this, and you need to think about this, I believe, very carefully, because if you just, let's say, study the Bible very diligently and pray very fervently, that still is not enough. This 
Scripture here tells us we have, a, have to have an open mind to God's new revelation. And there, there is something you have to be very careful about here. But he says, now you, if you can actually prove when there is new revelation. You can prove it, but you have to be very careful. Now, this is a monumental truth. What you really must do is make sure you're open to God's new revelation. Your mind is open, and you want to re- you're willing to receive it from God, even if you have to be reproved like Habakkuk. So, I can think of like 50 visions in the last 30 years that God has revealed, and I've proven them, and they're right there in your Bible, and you can prove it. Each one of these is addressed to God's very elect and the entire world. God is speaking to this world. He, he promises to do that. It has to happen. He, he, he's going to speak to this world, and He says you individually can help do that and receive a great reward, and you can prove that all of this is of God and from God. God doesn't expect you not to prove it because, well, that's just going to be getting you deceived if you're not proving things. God says in 1 Thessalonians 5 and verse 21, we are to prove all things, all of them, all things. You can look at the biblical Daniel where he talks about interpreting dreams or a vision that Nebuchadnezzar had. Then uh, he talks about the visions and the handwriting on the wall in Daniel 5 and the others in Daniel 2 and chapters 2 and 4. And every time, Daniel said he didn't figure this out himself through very hard Bible study and fervent prayer or that at all. He said, God revealed these visions to me. He revealed to Nebuchadnezzar what was going to happen because God revealed it to Daniel, and Daniel made that very clear. And that whole book is for this end time only. And how many people know that and understand that? You can read that in Daniel 12, verse 4 and verse 9. But now we have Habakkuk talking about uh, uh, something that, that God is going to speak to His very elect and speak to the world, and you can prove every word of what I'm saying. Look at Jeremiah 17, verse 5. You can't trust any man. But you'd better trust the man that God is using. He does use a man to get this revelation to the world. That's been done throughout history and will always be done that way. And it must come from God, and you must prove that it's coming from God, not from a man. No man can give us guidance and direction about how we should conduct ourselves spiritually. Only God can do that. Let's go back to Habakkuk 1 and read what, what is happening here in the book of Habakkuk. Very deep trouble inside God's own church, and it's a prophecy for this end time. God is going to speak to us in this end time. Now, do we believe that? 
This is what the book is saying, and Paul really believed it. He quoted Habakkuk, and he spoke well into the time of the New Testament. Habakkuk 1 and verse 1 says this, The burden which Habakkuk the prophet did see, it is a burden at times. Verse 2, O Lord, how long shall I cry, and you will not hear, even cry out unto you of violence, and you will not save? So here is a temple crisis that Habakkuk is talking about. But today, God's people are the temple, spiritually. So God is talking to His people. And there's a, a crisis in God's own church. Some very, a very evil man has gotten control of it. And Habakkuk is just saying, well, how long, God, are you going to let this destruction continue? How long are you going to keep us from getting and proclaiming your message to the world? Because they even destroyed the work itself, these, these unrighteous people. Verse 3, Why do you show me lawlessness or iniquity? and cause me to behold grievance for spoiling and violence are before me, and there are that raise up strife and contention." So after Mr. Armstrong died in 1986, we saw all kinds of this strife and contention in God's church. And all of this is written in the present tense. Just notice that. See, uh, this is what, when you have it revealed to you, then that's when it's happening. At that very specific time, the appointed time, the word uh, strife is a legal word of lawsuit, and uh, contention means to strive as at law, and there's a lawsuit. The verdict came out perverted, it says. That's what those words mean. It's about a lot of lawlessness, and we experienced a six-year court battle where we had to fight to get Mr. Armstrong's 19 works that we wanted and had to have to proclaim this message to the world. And even though we technically lost the court case, God still forced, us, forced them to give us what even more than what we asked for, in a way that is rather complicated. And we have a, a book that explains all of that about the raising of the ruins, and we'll send that to you if you'd like a copy of that. But notice Habakkuk 1 and verse 3, it says, There are that raise up strife and contention. He's talking about, according to James Fawcett and Brown commentary, he's speaking of an individual, it says. It's there he that raises up strive and contention. It should read that way. One man inside the church of God is doing all of this damage and even stops the very work of God. And it has to be continued someplace else. And where is that? Verse 4, Therefore the law is slacked, and judgment does never go forth, for the wicked discompass about the righteous. Therefore wrong judgment proceeds. The Anchor Bible continues by saying that wicked and righteous here also refers to individuals. It's two individuals that are working here. God is using a man to fight against this evil transgression inside God's church, led by a man. Now, 
where is that all happening? See, it, it talks about the law being slacked and all that. The government is very feeble. When and where did all this happen? A lot of it's happened before the world, and they've seen it and discussed it and talked about it. And you and I need to understand it. It also says in the San Sino commentary, the wicked one literally surrounds, hems in the liberties of the righteous. They just take over and get control. And God has to intervene and stop that so that His word can be can go out again and we can prophesy again. Revelation 10 and verse 11. Habakkuk 1 and verse 5. Notice this. Here is what God is showing the whole world, if they'll just pay attention. To everybody, He's directing this wonderful, wonderful truth. Notice this. Behold you among the heathen. They're all acting like heathens now. And regard and wonder marvelously. For I will work a work in your days which you will not believe, though it be told you. See, it, it, he's talking about his own people becoming like heathens, and, and he says I, they're going to wonder marvelously. But if you look at the Hebrew, that means wonder, wonder, or a double wonder from God Himself. What is God? What is that double wonder? What is God going to deliver to us? And I'll tell you, there's even a duality here. It's not only talking about God's church, spiritual Israel. But it's talking specifically about two nations of Israel, which are which really is prophetic Israel. You can understand that by reading the United States and Britain in prophecy. But this is a strong warning, and it is dual, and it goes on to talk about God correcting these nations of Israel, and by raising up the Chaldeans and to possess the dwelling places that are not theirs. So a lot of Trouble is coming if we don't understand this double wonder. It is a solution. It is a solution to these crises we're facing today. Now, let me just go along to verse 5. It talks about that proud man again who uh, is as death. You can read that in verse 5. Habakkuk 2 and verse 5. As death. In other words, this is about eternal life and eternal death. That's what this man is doing, this evil man of sin, or son of perdition, talked about in 2 Thessalonians 2 and verses 3 and 4. Eternal life is at stake here. And he talks about him in taking what is not his own. Verse 6, what we were fighting for in court was not his, but he just claimed it, and said that Herbert Armstrong's works should not even be printed, period. And of course, that in itself is unconstitutional, but nevertheless, that's the battle we had. And then in verse 6 it says, I'll just paraphrase here, uh, this revealed truth comes only from God. You can see that. It, it's not His. See, this is God's truth. This is God's revelation. It's not about men. It's about God and what He's doing for men if they will just heed what He's saying. Where is God in all this? Where is the divine truth in all this? God always warns His people when they're getting into dire trouble. 
He always does that, and He'll always continue to do that. He warns Israel about it because, well, they haven't done their job that God expected them to do. But again, you see that God's very elect are open to new revelation. Of course, this is new revelation, as you find so many times in this end time. And we have to know and be open to that, and be willing to be reproved if necessary, just like Habakkuk, or we're never going to have, a, have the truth in our minds. We will never be able to walk by faith, because we're not doing what God says. Verse 10 talks about He was cutting off many people, He was just sending another message out to the world by using the power that had been provided by Herbert W. Armstrong. But uh, this is treason, if you look at it spiritually or physically. It's treason, and it happened inside God's church. Now, here you have this double wonder in Habakkuk 2 and verse 11. For the stone shall cry out of the wall, and the beam out of the timber shall answer it. Now that's very complicated. The stone is Jesus Christ. You can read that in Genesis 49 and verse 24. But uh, what is God talking about here? Well, uh, number one, He's talking about a book that explains all these things. And we'll uh, send you a booklet here on Habakkuk that will explain all that to you. But the first part of that double wonder is a, a book, Mystery of the Ages, which exp explains the, and is a synopsis of the entire Bible, and we think very strongly is the second most important book on this earth. It's a double wonder. It's, it's one half of that wonder. What's the other, other part of it? Well, the other double wonder is a new throne of David. A new throne of David. You mean God is going to show us a new throne of David in this end time? That's the throne that Jesus Christ is going to return to sit on and rule for all eternity. And He's going to let those people who come out and proclaim this message before His second coming sit right there on His throne with Him as it's His bride. There will never be a greater opportunity than this if we'll just see what God is offering us. This is all so very, very inspiring. Let me read what I wrote in the New Throne of David. You can get the full understanding of this double wonder in the New Throne of David booklet, and we'll send that to you as well, as well as the booklet on Habakkuk and Hebrews. Here's what I wrote. Habakkuk 2 and verse 11 is the single greatest new revelation that God has given the Philadelphia Church of God so far. It is not just a wonder, it's a double wonder. Let me make it very clear. First, wonder, the new throne of David that God has given us. Second, in a six-year court battle, God gave us Mystery of the Ages, the only book on earth that can answer the stone's cry. That book will do it, and you can prove all this. I'm not asking you to believe anything that you can't prove. Habakkuk 3 and verse 2 says, O Lord, revive Your work in the midst of the years. In the midst of the years make known in wrath. Remember mercy. See, we've got, we're right in the middle of everything, and there is a crisis in the middle of our work, and we believe you can, you can prove every bit of it. Let me just read 
Habakkuk 1 and verse 5 again, Behold you among the heathen in regard, and wonder marvelously, double wonder, for I will work a work in your days which you will not believe, though it be told you. See, most of God's people will not believe this. They won't do it. Now, they lack the faith to believe what God is saying. You see, and then that's the reason they're not open to new revelation. It takes faith to step out and believe God, because God always delivers. And if you look at Galatians 2 and verse 20, it says, We can have the very faith of Jesus Christ. The very faith of Jesus Christ. Now, Christ asked the question, well, or the New Testament does, when Christ returns, shall we find faith? Well, that's a question that only you and I can answer. Until next week, this is Gerald Flurry. Goodbye, friends. In this dark world, you can find God. He works miracles for His loyal people. Learn about a double wonder miracle in this end time that reveals where God is working today. The Apostle Paul wrote the book of Hebrews during a time of crisis for God's church. Many of God's people had forgotten the reason for their calling and had lost their spiritual vision. A terrifying holocaust loomed. Paul brought a message of strong correction and of inspiring vision and hope. But his message is mainly for today. It reveals your transcendent God family potential and shows what the living Jesus Christ is doing right now to help you attain that future. You need the exhortation and encouragement in Paul's profound masterpiece. Request Gerald Fleury's free book, The Book of Hebrews, What Jesus Christ is Doing Today, to learn how to receive new truth from God, prove that Christ is alive today and active in our lives, discover where He is working and what He expects from us. Also request Gerald Fleury's free booklet, Habakkuk, to learn how God's church won a court battle for God's truth. Discover how this victory was prophesied in your Bible and revealed to the church before it even happened. Prove that Christ Himself was invested in the outcome of this court case. This is the most miraculous event in the history of the Philadelphia Church of God. Habakkuk prophesied that it would be a double wonder miracle. God's message to the world could not have been delivered had we lost. The court battle tested the faith of God's people. Most of them have failed that test. Conversely, the miraculous victory revealed who believes God enough to fight for and deliver His end-time message. You'll also receive Gerald Fleury's free book, The New Throne of David. Part of the double wonder miracle prophesied by Habakkuk involves God's throne. A dramatic change in how God is handling this throne shows how soon Jesus Christ Himself will be sitting on it. All our literature is available free of charge, at no cost or obligation to you. Request The Book of Hebrews, What Jesus Christ is Doing Today, Habakkuk, and The New Throne of David. Order now. For the free literature, call toll-free 1-800-339-7629. For the free literature, call toll-free 1-800-339-7629. All our literature is available free of charge, at no cost or obligation to you. Request The Book of Hebrews, What Jesus Christ is Doing Today, Habakkuk, and The New Throne of David. Order now.
For the free literature, call toll-free 1-800-339-7629. For the free literature, call toll-free 1-800-339-7629. The preceding program was a paid presentation of The Key of David, brought to you by the Philadelphia Church of God.